Hello, my name is Bruce Milstrom, and you are listening to the first episode of Faith, Fatherhood, and Figuring It Out. I'm so glad you're here. My first guest is Carolyn Johnson. I'm so excited to hear Carolyn share more about her journey, how when she was nine years old, her dad unexpectedly died, and how this traumatic event impacted her identity well into her adult years. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. I'm glad to be here. So when we were talking in, in the pre-launch episode, you shared something that happened in your life and you, how you know, your dad passed away when you were nine and how that impacted you. And, and that really gripped me. That got my heart. So I wouldn't mind like coming back to that again. And just if you could maybe just share how, how did that impact you in like the death of your dad? I mean, I know you said you, got, you had a stepfather like a couple of years later, your mom remarried. But how did that loss of your, your birth father and then a new stepdad impact who you are as a Christian, perhaps your view of God? Maybe speak to that, that relationship, that dynamic of that relationship. Yeah, so my, my father, before he died, he would be part of my life. He would go to my soccer games, cheer me on. He, I remember he held me up and pointed to the stars and was pointing out how far away they were. And he just made my life complete because he taught me so many things about the world. So when he died, that was gone. And I was not as close to my mother. He was also a camper, but he didn't actually teach me to camp. He played guitar, but he didn't teach me to play guitar. So there were a lot of things that were in his identity that I found out years and years later that were also part of my identity, but I didn't know that they were part of my identity. I had to figure that out on my own slowly, and I think it took a lot longer for me to figure those things out. Um, does that answer the question? <laughs> No, that's perfect. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you so much. So another question I have for you is, I've got a bunch of them, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to talk and learn and gain some insights and some wisdom from you and, and, and just hear your story to impact dads in a positive way. And I guess you kind of spoke to this already is, and this question is, how important is the role of a father in his daughter's life for instilling that identity? Yeah, um... So, and you asked this, I remember now in the first question, you were asking about my relationship with God and how that relationship with my father impacted my relationship with God. And I grew up going to church and I accepted the Lord by saying the sinner's prayer when I was about 10 or 11 years old, so pretty young. And I was trying to read my Bible, I was trying to listen to Christian music, but at some point, none of that made sense. Um, I really didn't have anyone to talk to about what I was pursuing. And it wasn't until I was in my 30s as an adult with, I was a single mother by that time with a young son. And I just remember I was struggling because I was seeking to follow the Lord after messing up my life in a lot of ways. I was seeking to follow the Lord, but I couldn't connect with God. I didn't feel like I was loved by him, but I didn't know how to pray. And I just finally cried out to God and I said, God, how do I, how do I love you? I can't see you. I can't hear you. I can't feel you. You know, it, it was like God was not real to me. 
And I think part of that was because I couldn't see, I couldn't hear, I couldn't feel my own father for all those years. So I really did not know how to connect with a father at all. And even when I, when my mom got remarried and I had a stepdad in my life, he was not really that close to me. So there was also a little, a time in one of my youth groups when I was young, about 11, and one of the, this, this was just all girls group, and there were some great leaders in there, and that's, that group was why I accepted Jesus into my heart. But one of the leaders said that her father had died, and she started talking to her father, and that helped her relationship with God by her talking to her dead father. Well, I just completely rejected that because for whatever reason, I said, well, that's unrealistic because my dad is dead and I don't want to, and I, and I knew what prayer was. I knew how we're supposed to pray to God. And I thought, well, that's just weird, you know, praying to somebody dead. I'm not going to do that, you know? <laughs> so that might've even damaged my whole relationship with God even more because of whatever, whatever made me inside. And, and it might've been just because I was hurt and I didn't have anyone to share those feelings of hurt, you know, frustration of not having a father and, and, you know, somebody recommending that I could talk to somebody who doesn't exist in my life just didn't make sense. And so, yeah, I, I really could not connect with my mother in the same way at all. I mean, she was there for me and, and she raised me, but we never had a strong connection, especially when she got remarried. You know, she was less there just because I have... I have a younger sister and brother, and then once she got remarried, I had an older stepsister, so there were four children in the house, so she was busy raising kids. Um, so I really, you know, didn't have any adult figure in my life that I really felt connected to, that I could bring concerns to, that I could really talk to about what was going on, especially in my teen years. I think that really impacted the way that I related to men in general and led me into some bad relationships. Wow. Thank you for sharing and just being vulnerable with that. Um, the whole the whole concept of not being able to see God or hear God, and, and I can totally relate to that, like, and how that impacts, you know, your view, your, your view of, uh, like, your relationship with your dad impacted that view. You said something that really gripped me, even though this is a podcast towards single fathers, you shared that you were a single mother to a son. And you're basically playing both roles, your mom and your dad. What was that like, that dynamic of, of your relationship, of your journey, like not having a father and then being a single mom having to raise? I know we're kind of delving off topic a bit here, but it speaks to parenting of children. Right. And how you as a mom can impact your son and have had an influence in his life. And that's what we're about. We're about setting up our kids for success. So is that something that you care to share about how that journey was with being a single mom with raising your son what that was like sure yeah it it was in a lot of ways it was easier because the relationship that i had been in was a difficult one and it was abusive in some ways so i was free from that but at the same time it was hard because i was a single mom so i had to do everything and i had a lot of trust issues so i didn't 
hire a babysitter to come in and take care of my son when I wanted to go and do something. You know, I did everything. And so one of the things that somebody had told me, because I, I went into some counseling and one of the things they said was, and, and other people said, was never say anything bad to your son about his dad. And I learned the reason why is because when children grow up, they, especially boys with their dads, they get their identity from their parents. You know, they, they see their parents and then they see themselves and they realize that they're a reflection of their parents and they, you know, that's a healthy way to grow up. So I didn't want to damage that that relationship with his father, even though there were some very concerning things about his father that I didn't want him to be impacted by. So I turned to the Lord for a lot of it, and I just said, you know what, you know, God, I give my son to you, and you're going to have to protect him from this. The Let's see, there was something else I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yes. So the other decision that the Lord had me, asked me to do was to not get remarried because of, and, and this was partly because of my own relationship with my stepfather, that he never replaced my own father. And in some ways I thought it was worse to have a stepfather than it would have been if we had not had a stepfather. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, because in a lot of ways, looking back, he did some really good good things for us just being in the house. But for whatever reason, that was my decision. So I chose to stay a single parent, which I was more present for our son because I didn't go on dates. I wasn't looking for another man. And, and part of that was because I knew the choices that I had made before I got married, the types of men that I was dating and and had relationships with were not the types of men that made good husbands. So I didn't want to choose another man just to have another man and end up in a in another bad relationship that would just make the whole situation worse. So yeah, that 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 was a hard time. You're right, Bruce. Yeah, no, for sure. And thanks so much for for sharing that. Um, it's just something that just grabbed me in my spirit, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because I've got you know, quite a, f- a few friends that are like single moms and it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard being a single parent. I'm a single dad, right? So I get it, but I think it's a lot harder for, for a woman in many aspects. So thanks for being real and vulnerable and sharing that. And, and uh, let's switch gears here. And we're going to talk about some fun stuff is what is one of your f- most favorite memories of your time with your dad? Okay. Yeah. So one of them that I like to think about is we only had one car because back in the, I'll, I'll date myself. So back in the seventies, you know, we were a one car family and sometimes my dad left the car for my mom and he would ride the bus. So in the summertime, I could walk down to the bus stop when he was coming home and then walk back with him, you know, the three or four or five blocks back home with him. And I just remember one time we were walking back and we stopped and he pointed out some iris that were blooming in somebody's yard of the flowers and 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 he just pointed them out and that was that was his favorite flower and so I don't remember what we said I don't remember really many details at all about my dad but 
I do remember that that was a special, special time and that it really meant a lot to him when I would walk and, and meet him and then walk back with him. Awesome. Awesome. That's so, that's so great. And it's just, and I remember that that's so vivid, like what brings back memories of me with my daughters. It's just, they just love spending time with their, their parents. Right. And you love spending time with your dad and walking back with them from the bus. And it's, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Another question here is, so as a single mom, um, what did you do with your son to connect with him on a deeper level? Is there anything special that, that you did for him? I said, you know, you were with him a lot, but is there anything that was like that one thing that was just like, just you and him and nothing could separate it? Yeah. So his dad is Catholic and his dad wanted us to raise our son Catholic. And I agreed to that before I really knew, because uh, at that point I wasn't walking with God. I didn't really have a relationship with any church or anything. So, you know, before our son was born, I said, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, he can be raised Catholic. I don't care. So then after we were separated, I felt like I needed to still honor my word and honor his father. And so he went to a private Catholic school until he was in eighth grade. And then even in high school, he went to a high school that we were paying for. So I was able to drive him in the car and have that time. It was about a 15, 20 minute drive. And so those drives in the car were really what drew us very close together. And it was so close, in fact, that when he was in high school, he went through this period where he, and, and I would talk to him and, and I started praying for him when, especially when he went into high school, he went through this time where he didn't want to hear me and he put headphones on his head and, you know, was really, you know, you know, I'm playing my music. I don't want to hear you, mom. So for a while I was quiet and I didn't say anything. And then I said, well, I'm going to start praying for him, whether he's listening or not, I'm just going to start praying. So I started praying for him out loud after a couple months of that. And, you know, he took those headphones off his head and he started listening to those prayers that I was praying each morning for him. So I was really surprised by that because I didn't think that that he was really listening. I just figured he was tolerating me. <laughs> but that was probably the best thing was those those times in the car where we, we weren't face to face looking at each other. We were side by side sitting next to each other. So it was a lot easier to talk to each other. And I just I just praise the Lord because he, he set that up. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And it's and it's just like God to do that, right? To just kind of little little whisper, like your son's like being all rebellious with his headphones on, kind of like we are here, but we're doing it for different reasons, so we don't have feedback on the mics. But uh, but yeah, just praying for your kids is, is is huge, and you saw the impact of that in his life, and and uh, it's really neat how God opened up that door and kind of was speaking to him, and he started listening. Um, and that's a big part. Like that's why the first word in this podcast is called faith, because it's all about faith, a belief in God, and instilling those values in in our kids. And whether we get that from God or whether we have to go through some heart healing from wounds in the past, and and then work on that ourselves to form our own identity in Christ. That's what it's about. The bottom line is a faith, Father. If God is our ultimate Father, and figuring it out, we don't have to figure it out on our own. He's there to help us figure it out. So. Thank you so much for sharing. Couple last questions real quick here. Is what would you say right now to fathers who want to have a stronger relationship with their daughters, with their sons, 
and they're not sure how to go about doing it? I would say, I would say start with prayer. Ask God to give you creative ideas on how, and ask, and ask God to make situations happen where that you, you can go and, and be a part of their world. It's very important not to be critical of whatever they're involved with. My son was involved with some things that as a Christian, I didn't agree with, but rather than criticize his choices, and, and of course I told him some of the things, I told him my concerns with them, but I didn't, and, and you know, well, time will tell whether this was correct or not, because as parents, we always, you know, don't really know in this in the time how it's gonna turn out. But I wanted him to come to me and share with me what was going on in his world. So I wanted to be careful not to criticize him because I wanted that open door where he could talk to me about Pokemon or, you know, whatever things he was interested in doing. And I think if I had been critical and tried to take that away from him, that would have made it more attractive and he would have tried to get into it more and separated himself from me because he was figuring out his identity. And part of my perspective was that I wanted him to see the identity in me that was love and that I accept him no matter what choices he makes, that my love is unconditional for him because that's how God is to us. You know, his love is unconditional to us. No matter what our choices are, we do things that he doesn't like, but he still loves us no matter what. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Last question, and then we'll wrap it up. Is there any one piece of advice? I mean, you gave some great advice about connecting with your kids um, for fathers who don't know how to connect with their kids and they don't, don't know where to start. Is there just any other advice, thoughts, nuggets that you want to drop as kind of like a, a last thing that something maybe is on your heart that's burning or just anything? that you want to share as a, as a little word of wisdom to uh, this community? I just, I would say involve other people and ask other people to pray for you. And especially if you can't pray, because a lot of times when we're going through something, we can't pray for ourselves or we don't know how, or we just don't have the heart for it. So, you know, get people who are strong Christians who, you know, really, if you ask them to pray, you really know that they will pray and then see what God is going to do. Cause he will, God is faithful. He will come through and he will, he will help. Carolyn, it has been such a pleasure having you here with us today. Um, thank you for, for sharing, just unzipping, being raw, being real, sharing part of your story. And, uh, I pray that your words, your presence here, the message that you brought will actually will help bring some healing and some hope to some dads and any moms. And there's going to be other daughters on here as guests. And we're just creating a community where people can feel heard, feel loved, feel valued, and know that they're cared for and that they're not doing it alone. So thanks for joining us on, on faith, fatherhood, fatherhood, and figuring it out. And uh, let us know how people can get a hold of you, of you and uh, we'll close this out. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you for doing this for, for fathers and, and for the whole community of you know, everybody needs encouragement and we're all a part of a family. So, and no matter what role we are, we all have parents and, and even if you don't have children, it's still, you can use this teaching in so many other ways in your relationships. So you're, you're really doing a huge thing here. And 
yeah, if anyone wants to look me up, just go to carolynforchrist.com. That's my website, and you can find out more about me there. So thank you, Bruce. Thanks for listening to Faith, Fatherhood, and Figuring It Out. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would hit subscribe for this show and leave a rating and a review. And then tune in to episode two with Denise Boyd, where she shares her thoughts on how having her dad always there for her allowed her to become a strong, confident, whole person.